Hello and welcome to day three of the No Corona Zone. I am one of your hosts, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California. And I'm so happy to be here with you today or tonight for some of y'all. This is the evening for me. Uh, just so you'll know, you're, I bet you're wondering about my fly robe that I'm wearing. You know, I'm so laid back today. I'm chilling. This is actually, this was my father's robe. So uh, I, I didn't wear it yesterday, but I'm going to wear it every day in honor of my pops who uh, um, passed away about um, it's been about almost seven years ago. So this was his favorite robe. And uh, when I, I found it recently and I said, you know what? And it fit so nicely. I was like, you know what? Uh, this week in his honor, I'm going to wear it. So. <laughs> All right. So that's why I have the robe, the grandpa robe on. All right, so <laughs> joining me also is, uh, he's filling in for uh, Jen until she comes in, is uh, the one and only Captain Olaf Barbosa. How you doing, Olaf? I am doing fantastic. I tell you what, I've gotten really, really good at recliner surfing here lately, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. I got a degree in that. Hold on, you're going to hear an echo real quick. All right, so. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh -huh. everything's 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 good in the great state of indiana that's what's up yeah so i'm glad that you are here um now i'm not a big drinker i was saying this before we started i'm not a very big drinker right but the uh c word has drove drove me to drink uh you know we did wine the first day we did uh rum and then today this episode is brought to you by Ciroc. Uh, Ciroc mixed with by, by the end of the week, you're gonna be a problem drinker, <laughs> right? Right, 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 right. And um, that together, I sh didn't bring I left my ice up front, but uh, so it's, it's very delicious, by the way. A very delicious drink. So, all right, so our guest, I've been wanting to get this brother on this show for a long time. I'm a big fan of his work. Um, we have one of his uh, cohorts. Uh, we've had him on a couple of times on the show, and we always shout you out every time he comes on. Uh, mm -hmm. It's the one and only Ronald Smith. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing great. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. I, I, I really love what you do, man. And um, well, just, for those who may not know who you are, <laughs> and shout out to Angela. or She's, she's in the chat room a lot. There's Goldilocks. Uh, she's the reason why I knew about you and Andrew Crawley. Uh, oh, Andrew. Huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, you know, big shout out to her. Um, so, uh, tell tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, again, thank you so much for having me on. My name is Ronald Smith. Um, people know me as DJ Ronnie Ron. I'm on the radio. Started in radio 30 years ago, and so I I enjoy doing all sorts of music. I do mainly gospel music, but again, I DJ parties and and other old school weddings and things like that and so um we have a show critical dialogue that um myself and andrew crawley we host and we we've been doing that for a year now and one of the purposes of the show is the fact that we that the people can have dialogue churches mainly have dialogue about tough issues and we bring a biblical perspective to it because back in the day we was always told that we can't question god or or question the question the preacher and things like that and there's a lot of unanswered questions so it was like look 
you know, look, we need to know some stuff, not just because you say this is the way it is. You know, we want to use our God-given common sense so that we can figure this out as well. And so, yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty much what it is. And and again, I enjoy doing it and having a great time and meeting people like yourself and um, just going to the next level. I remember the first show that I remember um, is you talked about the uh, Kanye West Church. Uh-huh. That was a really good one. That was a good little heated conversation. I like that. <laughs> that was good, you know. And I, I just love like you guys really. I mean, it's very fun. Like it's a fun show. You guys have great dialogue between each other, and um, I, I really like the way that you guys do your thing. Um, how did that? How did the show? Um, I, I know what you said what the um, the mantra of the show is, but how exactly did it start? Well, basically, I just. Um told Andrew, you know, I wanted to do something. Like, I've know, known him for a while, and so we would have some conversations. I said, man, you know what, I definitely want to do something like this, you know, live on on the air, or so or, or, or online, wherever wherever we could do it. And let's just pretty much go forward because there's a lot of people that want to definitely talk about issues, and even, like, we may not even agree all the time, you know, because there's some things I don't agree with him and, 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 and me likewise. And especially, like, with the Kanye West church, I'm like, hey, it's all good with me. I mean, shoot, it, it is what it is. But again, you know, we all leave with a different understanding and just, you know, we agree to be disagreeable. And, you know, again, there's, you know, we always try to keep our feelings out of it because that's why people don't really can't come to a common resolve. You know, everybody has their own personal truth. And so that's why I, I stopped from saying truth is subjective because truth is not subjective, but your interpretation of truth can be subjective. And so we just got to get to that point where we respect other people's beliefs. And then, uh, again, if if they should change their mind later on, great. But for but 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 for now, it's just like, look, OK, that's how you believe. Cool. But I don't believe that way. But yeah, we're still cool, though. And, that, and that's how the world should be. <clears throat> yeah. Um, you know, as you know, like I said, I grew up in the church. I mm-hmm. go to church four times a week. Uh, I was, Of course, it was Sunday. Right. Then it was uh, a choir rehearsal, choir rehearsal, yeah, uh, rehearsal, Bible study, and then it was like a youth night on Friday where we played basketball. <laughs> so you know they had a little pizza and everything. We looked forward to it though. It was like it was actually fun. Like as a youth, it, it was a lot of fun to uh, spend time at church, and I had a lot of friends at church and all of that. So. Um, I don't yeah. know if uh, the people in the audience uh, had that same experience coming up or even now, but um, uh, in, you know, without talking about the C word, but in these times now, that sense of um, community or that sense of togetherness that you get at a church, uh, I'm sure it's lacking. And mm-hmm. so I don't know, man, what people, what people can do in this period of time. I mean, we have these things where we can video <laughs> We can do video uh, conferencing and whatnot. Yeah. It's not quite the same, though. Well, yeah, we, and yeah, and and you're right. Especially, you know, uh, we had choir choir rehearsal, and we used to go and as a youth choir sing at different churches. Matter of fact, that's how I met Angie. Mm-hmm. We used to sing at her church, and then vice versa, and just meet, meeting different people. So that fellowship or so it, that is definitely definitely lacking, or so, and uh, and which is goes to show that we need to. Well, we were created to be. Um, uh, it, um, emotional beings for the fact this for us no no man was meant to be alone all right and and so it's all about coming together have that fellowship with one another okay and so um 
yeah, with this Rona, again, I won't see the say the C word. Hey, I like I like what, what my friend said, uh Tinder Rona. <laughs> Tinder Rona and uh and things. But yeah, that's that's definitely has putting a a um a damper on a lot of things. And you know, some people even in their churches, like I'm in Virginia, so now they've pretty much made it a law to where that you can't um um, come together if it's no more than 10 people and they're definitely enforcing that which in a way it, I'm kind of glad that they are for the simple fact is it's all about using common sense right. and yeah you know you got some of these faith based uh, Pentecostal preachers out there just putting it out they say oh yeah where's your faith you know trust God over this disease and such and such and he can heal any, any disease well yeah I truly believe that but he also gave us common sense at the same time and so we need to practice that and and again, obey obey the laws of the land. We we understand God is in control, but again, don't be stupid at the same time, too. You know what it really is? Is they they trying to get that uh that um uh, <laughs> God that money. the money right? They trying to get that money. I'm <laughs> like, look, you got PayPal. You know, like, exactly. there's other ways you can get your bread, man. You don't have to risk people's lives to enrich right. yours. You know. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Right. right. Well, 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 right. you know, they got to pay that car note. You know what I'm saying? I mm -hmm. mean, yeah, but it, yeah. you know, it's all good though. Um, now, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to be real honest with you. Uh, a lot of times, um, look, people in general who do stuff on social media tend to tend to be a little crazy. Right. But unfortunately, a lot of the faith based stuff tends to be on the crazy side too. And so when I come across content that's really good and it's not crazy, you know what I'm saying? It's actually right. entertaining and fun. And these people are not like insane people that are doing this. I'm, I'm, I'm I get really happy about that. So, um, and that's the vibe you guys have is like, yeah, you guys, you know, you're talking about faith based stuff, but you're also, um, you know, you're not nuts. At least you don't appear to be nuts. <laughs> yeah, no, we, <laughs> we just seen a lot. So it's like, okay, that's why we asked those questions. And, but we were told not to because now, you know, that's the Holy Spirit. That's the Lord. You know, you, you know, you can't ask God any questions. I'm like, that don't make no sense then. Right. I mean, but I think I I pretty much chalked um, Trump it up as the fact is that they really didn't know. I applaud their efforts for trying to be set apart and and be an exclusive type um, group. But again, let's have some balance with that too. All right, I, I believe God created everything in this world, and everything in life has a purpose. E even when it comes to smoking weed or, or cocaine, drugs, or alcohol, everything in life has a purpose. And it's just the overconsumption of, of things is what gets us in trouble, I believe. Right. So, um, no, I, I definitely agree with that. Uh, okay, so uh, tell us about some of your other programming that you do as well. Okay, well, I am a part owner of the Music Industry Makeover. We help independent artists through marketing and promotions. I have two um, syndicated radio shows. One is called Hip Hop Praise and Grown Folk Gospel. I'm on over 22 different radio stations, which, which I syndicate my show. And uh, as I said, I've been in radio for 30 years and I, I love doing what I do. I always looked at it as a ministry. That's why I got into radio. And and, and, uh, and again, I, I've always been an introvert person, more introvert than extrovert. But 
you know, as a, some folks wouldn't believe it, but I'm coming out coming out of my shell. I figure, hey, look, I can't make no money if I'm going to be an introvert all all my life. So I, I need to, you know, stand out in crowds, whatever, you know, make people feel comfortable. But I, I love what I do. Uh, I work in the school system, uh, and I'm an ATS instructor, which is basically in-school suspension. And so uh, you know, I, I love working with kids. And kids and music, those are those are my two main things I really enjoy and want to help um, inspire our youth to be better than what we were. I came from Generation X, proud of that, and we had some good times. You know, I, I want folks to enjoy life and realize that you have a lot, a lot to, to offer and present some opportunities to them that may not have been afforded to me. So, um, but yeah, but for us, uh, again, uh, my, my music company and and you got a DJ, and again, we want to help give artists a platform, especially mainly Christian artists, urban gospel artists, a platform like they do in mainstream so that they can present their gifts and, and present the gospel. Right. Uh, that's good. That's what's up. Um, and now, do you, do you have any uh, musical talents yourself besides DJing? Yeah, I used to play the drums in church. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably my favorite. Other than that, I wish I could play, play the keyboard. So what? Um, probably probably too late for that. I don't know. <laughs> and and but, um, no, it's it's never too late. You can all you can always you can always learn. It's never too late. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Look, I'm taking guitar lessons, right? So uh, my instructor is actually a couple of streets over. I mean, a couple of um blocks over. She lives on my street. So um and uh, so I've been every day practicing and everything like that. I'm not gonna do it on social media because y'all cold. <laughs> Y'all cold. like y'all y'all don't give me no room because you know I'm learning, you know, I got I got to be Jimi Hendrix right out the gate or I'm I'm getting fun of so but it's all good though. So I am a oh, people boy. I could take it. I could take it. But um but it's fun though. It, it's fun like I don't know why I waited till 43 to start picking up an instrument. Like, you know what I mean? Like so uh but it's well, a lot of fun, man. Well well um as you said, it's, it's never too late. So hey, you know what just, just go ahead and do it. Yeah, and then you know, and she's also a vocal coach, so I'm gonna have her work, uh, work on my gifts a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I, I wish just, I could sing too. <laughs> singing is the best instrument. If you can sing, there's nothing like um, being able to, to uh, sing. So, you know, I, I always say I got a platinum album in the shower. <laughs> that's for sure hey, we, you, everybody everybody sounds good in the shower i know man if i could just find an engineer just the way it echoes and everything man you sound just like one man i'm good yeah then you, try, then you try karaoke one night and you're like well i'm gonna stick to the shower <laughs> hey call me randy watson hey what's up thanks for chocolate <laughs> oh wow Wow, wow, wow. That's crazy. So um, going forward, right, um, you know, obviously this is a crazy time right now. Uh, what are some of your plans as far as uh, elevation, your your platform, and what you want to do in the future? Okay, well, I forgot to mention as well, too, that I have a video show on YouTube, Top 10 Video Show, DJ Ronnie Ross, Top 10 Playlist. So make sure y'all go to um, YouTube and subscribe to my channel. Um, going forward, I, I want to definitely take that, take those to the next level of radio, television, and events, bringing entertainment that promotes interchangement. And again, um, it's not all about preaching to folks, but you, but doing it through through the content. 
all right, you know, through whatever is being said, quality shows, movies, TV sitcoms, all of that. Because back in the day, um, Christian content is, is, has, has was was rather cheesy. It was just like, oh, okay, I see my folks. Yeah, very, yeah. You know, folks go out and watch stuff in, in the world, in, in mainstream, which is more attractive because they, they do it with excellence. You all just pretty much throw stuff together. Even now, you you know, I, I, I don't hardly watch Christian um, television because it, it just all preaching straight through. And it's just like, okay, you know, nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to do. But we are human beings and we love to we love to have fun as well as, as Christians. We want to be entertained. Right. Okay. You know, we can do without all the sex, drugs, violence, and X, Y, Z. I mean, I know that's a part of life. But if I was to do a film like that, then, yeah, I would also give the solution to it, to which I believe is, is Jesus Christ. But the fact is, is that, um, you know, we got so many church folks, people complain about what the youth listen to for us with music wise, but they don't support the gospel artists, urban gospel artists out there who have albums to help give them an alternative. They say, oh, no, that sounds too much like the world, which, again, that's that's that I call it. It's called dogma versus doctrine. And so we got a whole bunch of dogma out there to where um, folks are, are ignorant of what real true doctrine is all about. And as I say, God created everything on this earth. It's just what you use it for. OK, and so nothing against all the uh, mainstream artists that's doing things out there. OK, they just decided to use their gift to to go this route. And, Right. I, I remember when Kirk Franklin came on the scene and it was like, people were like, don't listen to that. That's, uh, too, you know, yep. yeah, devil's that. music. I was like, wow, Kirk Franklin. <laughs> like, For real. Yeah. I mean, but now like, he's, you hear the lyrics. I mean, he's praising God with his lyrics. So I'm like, like, seriously. Right. But yeah, now he's totally accepted. Now uh, he's a part of the fabric of of it. But it, it wasn't right away. And, and there were other artists as well. But he really definitely open the door for uh, a new kind of um, uh, gospel music. So for sure. Well, back before our time um, in, in the 69, um, Edwin Hawkins, uh, his song debuted, um, Oh Happy Day, oh, happy. played on mainstream. And, uh, and so, and then, then the whinings and, and, um, and, and others before Kurt, I think Kurt appealed to that hip hop generation. Right. Our, Lord, our Lord, generation. Man. As far as Christian music, uh, do you think uh, when it came to, in other words, used to be piano and organ, that's what you heard in the church and everything like that. When they started adding uh, drums, guitars, and uh, other stuff. Right. Do you, do you think that's, uh, do you think that's kind of where it made that shift of like, oh, that's devil music. And then when, when you had the uh, younger, uh, Christian artists, they would have, you know, uh, all kinds of different instruments besides piano and organ. Do you think that might have been why everybody was kind of like, ah, it's devil music? Yes, yes, I, I, I do agree. Matter of fact, Ray Charles, uh, if you saw the movie, he he had um, got that criticism because of that sound. They think he was bringing, bringing that sound from the Hammond organ into the club. And uh, but pretty much everything started within the church. All right. right. Yeah, and even, even with blues, jazz, and all that, it all started first. It just the, the church did not accept those artists as you know they wanted to hear gospel one particular way. Uh, the um, the father of gospel music himself, um, uh, Thomas Dorsey, he was criticized for his song "Precious Lord." Right. It's like right. really seriously. So it, it just it's a lot of ignorance 
and 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 so uh that's where when when uh when truth um meets dogma then that's where a, a catalyst for change will happen so that that paradigm shift right yeah well, i noticed i noticed that in church a lot of the older people when they would have it's like when the choir director would start and try to add in like guitars and and mm-hmm. drums then it was everybody's like oh and then uh the minister we have now uh used to he came from las vegas and mm-hmm. and he he you know he had a church in in vegas and you would see a little bit of everything in the audience because it is vegas so you'd have right. some of the showgirls that were in between shows they'd come to his church service and then it started to be more i noticed that it started to be more accepted the music and stuff was more accepted by people uh, when he came in because he kind of, oh, you know, hey, it's we're all God's children. Doesn't matter. You come in. You didn't have to be right. in a suit and tie. You know, or you come in and in, in in blue jeans or come in comfortable. And he treated you no different than anybody else. You know, he Amen. he treated everybody the same. So that's right. Because exactly, we all we all matter. And I'm like, okay. And and, and another thing I have a problem with is Christians. Are always trying to copy what the world is doing, right? And I'm like, look, we are just as creative as they are. Let's 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 be innovators and leaders. Let them copy what we do, but instead, you know, we want to turn around because we feel it's a lot more accepted and a lot more um, um, intriguing than what we have. And it's like, again, God gave us all creative genes for a purpose, right? Well, you know, well that kind of goes along. That's kind of the the old saying is, it's a whole lot easier to be bad than it is to be good. So by following by following the world, because it's like I'm I'm a Christian also. So uh, right. you know by, yeah. by following the world, yeah, it's a whole lot easier to go along with the go along with the herd than to try to be, you know, different. Right, right. Well said. So, um, what's the uh, what nights are you on? I have, I I have two podcasts on Tuesday nights. We do the critical dialogue nine uh i mean 8 30 eastern standard time on tuesday nights and then on thursday nights we do music industry makeover podcast at 9 p.m eastern standard time and we, we may sometimes have guests on on thursday nights who are in the industry to help help artists out you know go to the next level give them some advice because even in gospel music the gospel industry there's a lot of crooks in there too right all right and, and just because it's gospel doesn't mean again folks are out for your best interest so, so we tried to give them some some tips and and help them to avoid some scenarios because a lot of gospel artists, a lot of them, the good majority of them, they they want to be um, known and they don't understand the business. Because I tell them, there's nothing wrong with the the music industry, right? Learn the industry so that you don't get taken advantage of. But okay, but um, again, it's just there's nothing wrong with making money. And so one of the big issues in Christian music industry is that the difference between industry and ministry mm-hmm. okay and some folks look at ministry artists look at ministry as a paid gig to where look i want to come minister at your church but I, i'm gonna need five thousand mm-hmm. dollars and i'm like you must be smoking some kind of crap because <laughs> right this again i could go get uh, blow up the street to sing the praises of jesus so uh, so the, the fact is is there's nothing wrong with making money you just want to be an entertainer you're a gospel entertainer Right. And there's nothing wrong with that, because if because if you want to say that 
that you're doing ministry. Well, then Little Wayne is doing ministry. Nicki Minaj, every mainstream artist is doing ministry, and 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 you doing the same principle that they're doing by 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 getting that money. Right. So, <laughs> it's all about it's just all about knowing the difference. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh wow, that's that's awesome. Um, and how how can people get your show? Uh, they could get our show on to that page on Tuesday nights. All right, go 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 in, just go into the Facebook page as well as music industry makeover. We have a Facebook page on there. Also have a website, the um music industry makeover.com, music industry makeover.com, and also another website, straight ministry heat.com. Straight ministry heat.com. And again, we deal with a lot of urban gospel, Christian hip hop. Uh, a lot of stuff that don't get played on gospel radio. Gospel radio, unfortunately, the majority of listeners on, on gospel radio is 65 and up. Okay, those that, that, that's the vast majority of it. Now, saying that some young folks do listen, but the reality is, even a lot of Christians don't listen to gospel radio because of, because the because the content is just like, okay, look, I want some upbeat music. I, I tell you, case in point, on one Friday night when I was in North Carolina, Raleigh, and I was uh, I was coming home, and and I turned on some gospel radio. And again, this is around like nine o'clock at night. And I'm like, they're playing worship music. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, I'm here driving. I'm like, man, I'm about to go to sleep. So I had to throw on some old school to keep me awake and things. So it just, the the programming has to change. A lot in gospel uh, industry has to change and, and has to make sense to, to, to attract more listeners. The, the content has to be on point. I agree, definitely. So how can we get you in social media and all that good stuff? Follow me at Ronnie Ron two K R O N N I E R O N the number two letter K. I'm on all the social media um, um, platforms, TikTok. Uh, well, that's DJ Ronnie Ron on, on TikTok, but uh, but um, Instagram again, Twitter, all of that. Definitely love to connect with you all out there, and 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 definitely check out the show. Um, you, you can Google me, DJ Ronnie Ron and even Google Hip Hop Praise as well, too. And I'll make sure that I will add it into the show notes so when people catch the download that they will be able to uh, connect with you, man. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much, man. I'm looking forward to catching your next program. Hey, thank you so much. And I look forward to coming back on your show, too. Thank you again, guys. All right, now. You have a good one now. All right. right, God bless y'all. And be safe out there. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. Cool, 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 cool. All right. So um, just to let people know, uh, Jen is having a Jen and Dana is having um, uh, some issues uh, at home, uh, uh, you know, that they have to deal with. So um, me and you, Olaf, will will carry it until uh, either they come or they are they not able to. You know what it is, don't you? What is it? Well, like you were talking about last night, you and ghosts. You and ghosts. How, you know, ghosts don't like you. <laughs> right, right. Ghosts don't like me. <laughs> You've scared the women off. <laughs> I got it. I got it on uh, good authority. Ghosts don't like me. Women like me, but ghosts don't. <laughs> well, women don't, know, don't, don't like, like me. It's like, well, I don't know. They ain't here. <laughs> right. That's funny, though. That is funny, man. So, so uh, as we continue this on, um, as we wait for. Uh, our potential guests, um, man. After we, I did the show a little earlier today. Right, I went to sleep. 
<laughs> like I didn't sleep much last night for whatever reason. I couldn't sleep, or I or my sleep was erratic. I should say, I, yeah, reawakening. You know, so um, uh, I did. That, that's that's normal. That's normal for me, though. Mm-hmm. My sleep is all messed up. It's like I don't. Yeah, sometimes I don't go to. Sometimes I don't actually go to bed till about five in the morning, oh. and then I'm back up at eight or nine o'clock and run for the day. So I, I get, I get, uh, I get tired out. And, uh, after about three weeks, uh, it's about, about three weeks of, of that. And then all of a sudden I just kind of, uh, go to sleep and don't wake up till like noon the next day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's on, uh, man. Okay. You got a nap. Did you get any food? I have a li- I got a little bit of food. So actually, like this show is already going to be short because uh, there's a bunch of food that uh, I got food right before I came on, just like a little bit. Uh, and there's a lot more waiting for me, so <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, carry it on for a little bit more, and then uh, you know we'll see if uh, our guests come on. If not, hey, that's fine. Uh, we got it in, and uh, I'm gonna go eat. <laughs> <laughs> No, so you know you're not supposed to drink on an empty stomach, but uh, well, so. if you had a little bit of food, you're all right. Right? Yeah, I'll be fine. Well, as long as you as long as you had a little bit of food, you're good. <clears throat> it's just when you, you got nothing. It's just got, when you got nothing uh, except the alcohol in there that ain't good. Yeah. It, it hits you quicker. Yeah, definitely. So I ain't driving nowhere, so it don't matter. Mm. So I ain't driving nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. Uh, I didn't do any scavenging hunting today. I just <laughs> did the show earlier, slept, looked at television. Uh, so, okay. So yesterday I watched this show called the Tiger King. Have you seen that yet? Uh-uh. Oh my God. This show is made for you. The Tiger King. Okay. The Tiger King. It's on Netflix. The okay. Tiger King is about this guy. He's a redneck. He's a homosexual <laughs> redneck who loves guns uh-huh. and loves animals, and he has a, his own private zoo. And uh, he has all animals, but they only focus on. Yeah, he saw Ron saw it. He uh, this guy, um, and not the homosexual part. Everything else, <laughs> I, I, yeah. <laughs> like I think you would like the guns, the redneck, the animals. So this guy, like. Um, uh, a lot of it, it talks about the big cat, um, the big cat uh, community. These are people who raise, you know, tiger cubs and right. and, and, and lions and others as well. Uh, and when they're fully adults, they can play with them and, you know, and all of that kind of stuff. And right. uh, it's like it's murder. There's a, a murder plot, I should say. There's intrigue. I mean, this thing is bananas. It's seven episodes. This thing is bananas. You will love it. It is so good. I couldn't stop watching this thing. I was yeah. sad when it was over. This guy is a country singer too, uh, but I heard it though. I was like, man, he sounds really good. But then I found out that I saw it somewhere that he he's um uh um that it may not be his voice, but I don't know because he did sing at a funeral. So, uh, but anyway, uh, this guy is ridiculous. This uh this character, his name is Joe Exotic. Or that's the name he goes by. Uh-huh. And um this dude is uh is is something else. And it follows his I have to check that out. 
Oh, you'll love. I'm telling you, you won't stop watching it. It is that good. Well, um, oddly, it's like a uh, funny thing is like you know you know how I am in animals. I have a it's like one of my it's like best one of my best friends uh, actually has a tiger. Get out of here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like, and she's like 550 pounds. She's full, full grown tiger. He, uh, he's had her since she was a, uh, a cub and, uh, and, and right and raised her. Uh, so he can, he can get in the, he can, he'll get in the cage with her every once in a while. He said, you just kind of, you watch the tail and you, you watch the, the very, the last couple of inches of the tail if it's flipping around you don't go in the cage <laughs> mm. even though even though he raised even though he helped to raise her he said you you just can't you watch the tail and that tells you what kind of a mood she's in and it's like she may be you know the, she's got an enclosure it's like 40 by 40 feet by 40 feet i mean it's a big enclosure so uh he said you might come in the gate and she's on the other side of the enclosure. You turn around and she's on you. Oh wow! <laughs> so he's a, she is. It's like maybe maybe big, but she's quick. Hell no! See, th- okay, there's a part where one of the zookeepers gets her arm ripped off, mm-hmm. and she, first of all, this woman is so calm for getting her arm. She stuck her arm in the gate, and the, the thing just the tiger just ripped it off. Right. Three days later, after she had it amputated, whatever was was left, uh, she was back at work. And 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 harbors no ill will or anything. She was just like, "Hey, it happens." I mean, her attitude was just like, "Hey," I was like, "Wow, man." That's when you start working with the big animals like that. That's you. You have to. That's that's your attitude. Because if you don't have that kind of an attitude you won't last long taking care of the like a big cat or any of the the any other kind of the you know any kind of animals at all uh, or any you know like the any predatory animal if you don't have that like just zen calm oh you just like oh you just scratched you just took half my arm off oh well okay uh, and go on you won't last long because they can, they can sense it and they will just come after you. There's a part where the guy Joe Exotic, where he's you know because he's always around the, them and he's playing with them and all of this stuff. And there's a part where he's doing like a a video in there in the line in the uh, I'm sorry in the uh, tiger cage, and the tiger just grabs him by his foot and drags him around, and he's just like the dude is so calm though he's just like hey stop it stop it stop it girl stop it. I'm like, you know, like, and he gets loose and then he actually pulls out his gun and he fires it to like back, make him back up, you know, not shooting him, but, and I'm right. sitting there like, and he, he claims that it, uh, there was perfume. Somebody put um, cologne on his shoes that made him, made the tiger act do that, which, you know, uh, um, who knows? I don't believe that's the uh, case. What's up, Rachel? Um, but, uh, no, I'm like, uh, no, nah, hell no. I, 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 I couldn't. I, I have no desire to be around animals like that. You know, I have zero desire at all. 
Like, uh, I don't want, I'm not even the Cubs. I'm good on the Cubs. Like, the, oh, I played, uh, sorry. oh, let's see, been 10 years ago, I guess, but no, longer than that. It was in 20 years ago. Uh, I was in Florida and went to one of the uh, exotic pet farms that they had down there. Mm-hmm. And they had uh, lions and tigers and um, chimpanzees and stuff. You couldn't get anywhere near the uh, numbers of adult uh, tigers, but they had a little, uh, they had a Siberian cub and they would bring it in the room. They brought it into a room and just wander in. So I was, I was playing with a little bee with like with a Siberian tiger cub. That was fun. And they had lemurs and stuff and, uh, uh, lynxes and they would let you play with the lynxes. Those were fun. That's a, that's like a really big cat. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's like a really, really big domesticated cat. So yeah. And they were fun to play with. Well, I'm good. I'll, look, I, from the other side of the cage, I'll watch you have all the fun you want. But no, mm, like I'm sitting there and they're just like, they're letting them like, you know, they're all like kissing his face and letting them be on top of them and all of this stuff. It's ridiculous, man. I can't do it. Yeah, there's every once in a while to pop up on Facebook and mm-hmm. uh, there's a guy that I don't know, he used to be, uh, you know, he used to have a really good job financially and he started a, a rescue and he's got, I mean, hyenas and basically all predators. And, you know, they, he walks into the, he walks into the compound where they're at the different ones. And, you know, he'll have a, you know, 500 pound tiger run up and just kind of like, Hey, catch me. And, you know, and he's, they'll knock him over and he's laying there and they're all petting and, uh, you know, they're all like a, just like a, just like a normal house cat. And, uh, you know, he's wrestling around with them and everything. And I'm like going, yeah, that would be fun to do. But even though I would, it's like, even though I'd love to like. Good morning and welcome. Sorry about that. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like even though even though my you know even though my best friend's got a tiger, and she's been around people, she's not you know, not uh, you know not completely wild. Speaking of wild cats, uh, um, you know, I would love to get in and uh, you know get in the cage with her, but like yet no, I I just I know I know that it would probably not turn out well. Yeah, this is the guy right here. I don't know if you can see it. Um, this is him in the tiger cage. Uh, this is not from, I think they may have used this footage, but uh, yeah, this guy is something else. Right. And he's just chilling with the tigers. and That's about the size of the one standing up there. That's about the size of my buddy's cat. Yeah, she she's about that size, that one that's right behind him right now. Uh, see, I, I'm good. I'm good. I can't do it. <laughs> I, I, it's like, you know, I, I, I deal with a wild cat every day. Oh. Priscilla. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she decided, she's decided that she will grace me with her presence. So she's sitting on my leg. 
but yeah, those, uh, them, them guys that are like that, they just, you know, they're, they are on a Zen level of calm and you have to be, otherwise, you know, I'm really surprised he carries a gun in the cage or in the, in, inside the cage with him. Cause that's one of those things that, you know, most of them that, a lot of them that do work with the big cats and stuff, they don't, you know, they don't carry a gun. Yeah, this guy, I'm enthusiast. Uh, he's a I, real gun enthusiast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Olaf. Um, uh, we're going to close this one out. Uh, okay. But uh, thank you so much. Uh, I And I'm hungry as well. So uh, uh, you can get me at, wait, how, how can we get you, Olaf? Sorry. Well, you can follow me on on uh, on uh, Facebook at uh, Olaf Barbosa. Like, but just don't follow too close because I do get nervous and I do have it do have an itchy trigger finger. <laughs> and you can get me at Kente F uh, on Twitter, Kente Ferguson on Instagram, and of course the website is IndieRadio.org. That's I N D Y Radio.org. Thanks for.